0: What's up family? It's your boy Omar and uh, welcome back to the Boys Will Be Boys podcast. As you can see, we have some lovely guests to our left. And to my right. She's a guests, really guests <laughs> too. So um, this is awesome. I'm so happy to have our dear friends here with us to join us today. Um, it's really a privilege and an honor. These guys are uh have been such great friends to us. Um, it's it's you know it's only has it been what a year or two, two years
1: like just over a year yeah has. but it feels
0: like it, it feels it, like been it, yeah yeah it, 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 it feels like such a long time and yeah so, um, you know it's really good to have great friends and uh, I feel like they have something to share something they could offer uh, to the conversation that can help uh, boys
2: to mature and to become man so. Um yeah, why don't you guys go ahead and just
3: introduce yourselves? Well first of all, Omar Phoebe, thank you so much for having us. You know, it's uh it's an honor to be here. Hey you, you guys at home can see this, man. <laughs> but this whole set right here is mega, super professional. Like we walked in here and you know we thought it was gonna be something simple and very, very <laughs> novel so stuff, no disrespect, you know? <laughs> no, seriously, seriously, man, this is serious. You know, like this is this is good. This is very very professional so we're, we're honored to be here you know we're very very happy to be here and uh thank you thank you for having yes. us once again you know we're, we're, we're truly blessed we're truly blessed
1: so this is marco my name is nora i'm marco's wife yeah. Yeah. Um, say your name where you're Yes. It? Oh, yeah. Brother
3: Marco. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Some call Mark. Some yeah, call Mark, Mark, You know,
3: uh, Marco is more like church people, family. You know what I mean? You know, close friends, things like that. You know, but uh, but my real name is actually Michelle Mark Antinor. Oh, oh actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my oh, full wow. name. You know, in school people call me Michelle. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, 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 Michelle, oh, Michelle, Michelle, Michel. you know? Okay. So, so, yeah, you know, some people come Mar- with Marco, yeah, French. yeah, You know, I'm from Montreal, by the way, for those who don't know, you know, grew up in Montreal. You know originally from Haiti, sac pas I see, from bio you know I mean? I see, I too much, I Yeah, we are doing too much, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boys to men, yeah, you want to cut that, right? You want to cut this part, right? Okay. <laughs> boys will be boys, y'all. Boys will be boys.
0: Y'all already know, man. Boys too, man. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, this is good. So, 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 what do you guys do? I know that you guys are involved in your local church, um, you know, with the youth, and just talk a little bit about that as well. You can uh, kind of expand on what you guys do with the church and with young people and stuff like that. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm. I'm uh, actually the youth president at my church. You know, I've been
3: the youth president for. Uh, Oh, about a year now. Wow. I didn't even realize. Yeah, it's been uh, about a year. i uh, been the youth president uh, with a local church. I was also uh, the youth president at my old church in Montreal before moving to Ottawa. You know, so I've been working with the youth a lot. You know, I was also teaching Sunday school as well, doing a lot of that uh, back then. But, uh, but youth, the youth ministry is really uh, what uh, what I do, you know, yeah, through right, the right. grace of God. So uh,
0: yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. So it's, it's, it's kind of similar to... Well, this podcast is about basically essentially right. pouring into young guys and, right. you know, helping them to mature in exactly. their walk with God and their walk with Christ. Absolutely. And, um, yeah. you know, obviously it's practically as well, because, you know, we live in a world <clears throat> that requires you to not just be spiritual, but that's right. also to be practical, right? Yeah. So that's really good. That's Absolutely. Really good. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And same with me. I've kind of always been working with the youth. And after getting married to the lovely Mark, um, and he became youth president. I kind of help him with um that as well. Um, I've also been um, helping out with the worship team. I've been doing that for a couple of years as well. So youth ministry and worship, is kind of where I am in church. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. Awesome.
0: Awesome. As you can see, um, some amazing, amazing people. And so I'm super excited because, um, and you want to introduce yourself again, actually, wow. before I go on? Sure.
4: Hello, everybody. I'm Phoebe. I'm Omar's wife. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: her so simple.
2: <laughs>
4: I look <over> so
2: simple.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah this is. is my beautiful wife. There you go. There you go. There you go. Full precious wife. She is the founder of Flavor Fits. Oh God. Yes. the co founder of the
4: Yes. She
0: is a proud mother. Yes. Of our baby boy. Yes. And she
4: is awesome. <laughs>
0: the best wife for me. Thanks, uh, <laughs> uh, nice uh, Thank you. Uh, there you go. Take notes, y'all. I <laughs> love <laughs> no, it. do <is>. it. <laughs> That's how I introduce you introduce like, your right? Yeah. <laughs> so she does want to introduce herself. Let me hear yeah. it for her. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, in this episode, um, again, we're going to be talking about relationships and marriage. Um, you know, this is definitely one of the topics that I kind of want to touch on within this podcast. <coughs> the three themes are uh, manhood, number one, marriage, and husbandhood, number two, and lastly, fatherhood. And so, Mark and Nora, y'all have been married for coming up on. Just
1: over a year. Yeah,
0: just over a year. Okay, over a year. Because June was your anniversary. Yeah. Right. 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 So, you know, Phoebe and I have had many conversations about marriage and mm-hmm. things that we have been through, what we learned, things like that, of that sort. Um, but just talk to us about your journey. How did you guys meet? And like, um, you know, Marco, what, what was it like for you to kind of approach Nora? And even before you approached her, you saw her. Like, what was that like for you? And then Nora, you can kind of give your experience after as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Um,
3: as I said earlier, you know, uh, I was born and raised in Montreal. So French is my first language, right? The thing is, uh, I would come to Ottawa every summer, even as a kid, you know I mean, to see my cousin, who was the youth president uh, at the time, you know. So I would always come on during summertime. Uh, didn't know how to speak English at all, at all, at all, at all, you know. So my very, very first conversation with her, I was actually 12 years old. You know, and she came to me. 12 year old
0: spinning game. Yeah, you already know. You already
3: know, you already know. <laughs> so ever since I was 12, you know, it was part of my plan, you know what I mean? I knew yeah, this yeah. was going to happen, oh. right? Yeah. Hey, show the ring, show the ring. There we go, there
0: we go. I can't see, y'all don't lie.
3: Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, man, good talk, you know? Um, my very first conversation with her, um like i said i didn't know how to speak english yeah. right so i think she came to me or i went to her and i said hi or something and then she was like oh hi you know and then she said uh how old are you and i turned to my cousin hey, what did she say what did she say and then she told me in french what she said and, like, and i said 12. <laughs> you know I, that was, it. That was it you know i remember i had to here prom- okay, in english one, two, three, <laughs> yeah, after 11, 12. Well, you know, that was my answer, you know what I mean? That was a very, very first conversation, you know? Yeah. But uh, but then after that, uh, I moved to Ottawa, I stayed there for two years, you know? And um, it, by the way, it was a really, really great experience, you know what I mean? And uh, literally, I went to an English school, not knowing how to speak English, you know? So I, I had to learn English the hard way, you know? But, uh, but yeah, you know, so I always kept in touch with her in the, mean, uh, in the meantime. And uh, even when I moved back to Montreal, you know, I always... Stayed in touch with her and then um, we actually did a camp, you know, in 2017 with uh, my young people from uh, Montreal and her her, her group of youth, right? So we did a camp together, you know. Uh, Once yeah, again, they didn't know how to speak English at all, you know what I mean? So it's a French and English, but it, it was a great, great, great experience. You know, God definitely was there and um and then we kept in touch ever since and uh, next thing you know hey, i proposed to her and now we've been married you know Jeez. so wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so i give you the man version yeah to <laughs> you
1: did well, <laughs> you did well. <laughs> it's basically the gist of the story like he's yeah. saying we've known each other for quite some time right um mm-hmm. he's saying his cousin lives in ottawa still lives in ottawa so he would come visit every summer mm-hmm. so even when we were younger i remember being in children's choir we used to do that when we were younger yeah. and they would come when yes. they were here in the summers. him and his older brother would come yes. and a couple of times we had the rehearsals in my parents at my parents house in the basement oh, wow. so they would come they didn't know how to sing the songs in English or oh, anything but no. they were there so we've always kind of seen yes. them and then when we got older um, the first in, real interaction we had, you're right, is when I like was talking to his cousin, asked how old he was and he could barely even like try to like look me in the eye and like You my- even- shy, you Yeah, know, yeah, yeah like he was shy, he could barely even look me in the eye, couldn't even try. And his cousin's like, respond, you know how to respond, you know what she's saying, he's a twelve. But then after, after that, like when we would see each other, he would say hi and you know his English the English language was expanding, his vocabulary was expanding, wow. so we were able to say more to yes. each other, which is amazing, <laughs> and like you said, we kept in contact here yep. and there as friends um, until camp, and during camp, he was actually um, one of the leaders, as he was saying, he was, a, he was the youth pastor at the time at his church that he used to go to, and I was helping out um, with organizing the camp, and um, I was in worship with another girl from his church, so we had to formulate the song list, so I was like, okay, we know each other, I'm more comfortable speaking to him than someone else, so, like, we would call each other to figure out, like, okay, this is the song we're singing, and then he'd teach it to me in French, and stuff like that.
2: Yeah.
1: So we'd go back and forth, and I remember after those conversations, like, oh, wow, like, we've always talked French. friends, and I'm like, oh, wow, like, seeing that side of him, that, you know, that leader, mm-hmm. that man that was taking initiative, and mm-hmm. he's there, like, <laughs> exactly. Like those are the qualities that I had not yet seen, so I think that was something that really stood out to me, but I didn't really think much of it. I was just like, okay, cool. And it was after the camp, we had a phone call just to talk about how everything went, how did your young people like find the camp, like, were they okay, or was there like the language barrier didn't bother them, so we were talking about all that, and we ended up talking, I even have a screenshot on my phone, we ended up talking till like 6 in the morning or something, yeah. something wild like that. I literally got off the phone and I was like, in bed, I'm like, what? <laughs> I was so confused. I screenshotted it, screenshotted it and sent it to my sister. And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> we were so, I was like, oh my goodness. But then the next day I was like, oh, like, that was a nice conversation. And it wasn't even like we were talking about each other. We were more talking yeah, about oh, camp right. and like, oh, how would you find this service? And we're bringing yeah. down the word. and. You know, oh, um, during the worship service, oh, this happened, that happened. I was talking to this young person. And, you know, stuff like that they were talking about, and I felt that we connected at that level, and um, that yeah. was what took us to six in the morning. It wasn't like conversations, wow. you know, yeah. of conversations. Yeah. of it was, like, a real, like, purposeful, like, meaningful yeah. conversation. Right, right, right. And then right. the next day, I was like, oh, I kind of want to talk to him again. But I didn't want to say that, Of course <laughs> not. <laughs> never. What never. Those never words words no, no, no. I, I don't never, know never. man. Never. I don't know. I've no, never
2: man. been I did that
1: I I person to, like, even if I, like, had this lid, I'm not. You would never know. I would just sit there quietly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know until you came to me. So he texted me the next day and was like, Hey, how are you? i like, good, how are you? Just playing it cool. And he's like, Are you free later on this evening? I kind of want to chat with you again. If you're not too busy, because I know we spoke for a long time the day before, I was like, Yeah, like I think I should be freer on this. but <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so then we just chatted. I think from that day, we talked every single day on the wow. phone. Yeah. From that day.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. That's really, really yeah. good. Um, so you said something, Nora, that I want to kind of draw a little bit and kind of expound on and talk on. So you said that what attracted you to Marco was his, his leadership uh, abilities and his leadership capacity. Yeah. Like, why, why as a woman would that be attractive to you?
1: For me personally, I'll speak <clears throat> for myself, if I am speaking to someone, whether or not this is, like, on a friendship basis or someone I'm looking at as, like, potential, like, we could be together in the future kind of thing, there's certain things that you look for. Obviously, you look for, you know, a man of God. Um people who you want to have around you a man of God, loyalty, someone who can carry themselves well like when they're in public. Someone who's a leader because especially if you're looking for someone uh, as a spouse, a future spouse, if you are not able to lead in certain aspects that I can see you lead, how are you supposed to lead me in life, mm-hmm. right? So that's one quality that I look for among others. That's one quality that really really draws my attention if i see it in a certain person like, oh, okay that's someone i want to have around me right. you know what i mean so even like i said even with friendships if i see certain qualities in someone i'll say oh okay i noticed these qualities i never noticed before this is someone i want to surround myself with because that will help me mm-hmm. build these skills for myself right. as well right, right? Mm-hmm.
2: that's good but
1: especially in a man or future spouse that's a quality that i find it's very attractive as well. Like, you see him... I don't know, Phoebe. You can see him your dad. There's something about, like, someone taking that leadership role, and you see them, and you're like, okay, I can see you being my husband. I can see you being a father of my children. I can see you leading a family. You know what I mean? So That's yeah. good.
0: That's good insight. So, fellas, if you're listening, yeah. leadership. like Leadership. And I think um, the, the leadership, when it comes to men, it's so... Um, it can be tricky for us sometimes, because leadership is really heavy on the responsibility portion Mm -hmm. right because you can have a title like you could have saw marco in a leadership capacity Mm -hmm. but not lead well
2: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: right yeah and so leadership is not just a title it's not just something you do but it's Mm -hmm. something i feel like leadership is who you are as as an individual as a person right it just comes out of you Mm -hmm. yeah and and i think that as a as a, a future spouse you saw that in him and you're like wow like I see how he could, you said it, I see how he could even lead me Mm -hmm. and lead our family. You know what I mean? And I think that, you know, that's such a good point to take away from, especially for young men because, you know, man, I remember when I was younger before marriage, I, I don't know about you, I don't know about you guys, but like, you always like you're funny. we were talking about it earlier today, but like marriage is like a mystery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before you get into it, it's like a mystery. It's like Yeah, like am yeah, I gonna yeah. be a good husband? Yeah. Yeah. Am yeah. 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 I yeah. gonna find the right yeah. wife? Like yeah. are we gonna get out loud together? Yeah. Are we gonna like are we gonna do good things together? Yeah. It's like yeah. this it's it's just a mystery. Yeah. It's a <laughs> big question mark in your life yeah. that you're 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 hoping to do well in, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything else in life. Exactly. But I think that um, you know um the leadership capability leadership quality i think that's a really really good point that you uh, drew out and so um one thing i want to ask marco like when you and nora were talking did was there anything that you tried to portray to her that you were a good candidate to be her husband wow that's that's a loaded question (laughs) wow that's good that's good because because as guys, you know, we always try to flex when we're trying to get right. the girl. Right? Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. For we'll sure. drive the big cars. Or we'll wear the nice fit. Yes. <laughs> Fresh cut. Yes. Most definitely. Cologne. Absolutely. You know, watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All that. Just to impress her, right? Yes. But I feel like when you go to a really substantial level, right, and a mm-hmm. deep level, like, what are certain things that, if you can remember, that that you kind of were like, nah, like I want Nora to know this about me, like in right? your courting phase, your dating phase. What were some things that you're like, I want, I want Nora to know this about me so that she knows that I'm a good person? Or Absolutely. A good Absolutely. No, I understand what you're saying. Um,
3: I wanted her to see that uh, I'm a man of God. I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To me, being a Christian is, uh, is, is, is a big title enough. Right. You know what I mean? Like, just the fact that I'm, I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wanted her to see that, right. you know, up front. You know what I mean? Right. I'm a man of God. I serve God. My walk with God is serious. Right. You know what I mean? To me, that was important. For her to see that, you know, uh, I get asked a lot. What's your definition of a good man? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean. My definition of a good man is a man who's god fearing, not lazy, and prioritizes family. That's good. You know what I mean. That's my that's my definition of a good man. You know what I mean. So so, (laughs) people in the
0: back, yes. let me say that again. You know what I
3: mean. Let me me say that again. My definition of a good man: a god fearing man who is not lazy and makes his family priority. Let me break that down for you, you know what I mean? Because God's room, man, we all understand what it means, right? Yes, yes. You know, somebody who serves God, discipline, and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And not lazy. The reason why I say not lazy is because it's biblical, you know? God doesn't like lazy. Right. But also it's because, I don't know about you, but I grew up in a, in a Haitian church, you know what I mean? <laughs> Love all my Haitian people. Once again, it's like I say to all you guys, <laughs> you know? But let, let me tell you something right now. You know, a lot of men that, uh, that I, you know, grew up with, and, um, you know, that, that I would look up to a lot of the leaders, um, amazing men of God, you know, prayer warriors, amazing preachers, and things like that, you know. But I'll give you an example. If it's time to, I don't know, um, the church is moving, okay. So now, okay, all the men at the church come. We're going to move to church. They're out here praying, hands in their pockets, you know what I mean, <laughs> just worshiping God. And I'm like, hey, guys, let's go. Let's go, man. We got to get things going, you know what I mean? And oh, oh, oh okay, okay, okay. They take one piece, one two, and then they're still, you know, you know, worshiping, <laughs> praying, and all that. So I'm like, what's going on out here, man? Yes. You know, it's time to work. You know, the yes. Bible says it's a time for everything. Yes. You know what I mean? A time for this, a time for that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And then I would go to their wife sometimes and be like, hey, <laughs> your husband, <laughs> uh, man. Right. I did and, uh, Listen, my father is, uh, and We're shout going. out to my dad, you know, my father is a great man. You know, he's a fantastic man, but he's he's a hardworking right. guy. You yeah, know yeah, right. Mean? Right. When it's time to work, Get that work in. Yeah. Get it done. It's yeah. time to get it done. You know what I mean? So so when I see a man that's not about that, you know, whew, You know, it's hard to be a Christian, you know, in those times. It's really, really hard, you know.
2: Love them, you know. So
3: I would just be like, hey, you know, husband, you know, good guy, really good guy. But uh, you know, everybody's sweating except for him, you know what I mean? No disrespect, no disrespect, you know. Love y'all. That is love, oh y'all. love y'all, you know, and they would tell me, yeah, you know, at home, he's not too, you know, mm-hmm. and don't ask him to get uncomfortable. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Don't, don't, he has to be comfortable. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They would tell me the, these type of things, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow. So to be a god fearing man is not enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. It's necessary. Right. It should be number one. Right, right. You know what I mean? It should be the foundation, my brother. It should be the foundation. But you got to be hardworking, right. which is something that I wanted her to see as right, well. Right, you right, know, right. I mean, it's part of who I am. about a yes. hardworking guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't mess around. Yeah. You know what I mean? And why do I add also prioritize your family? It's because people who are in ministry will tell you. You know what I mean? Family is the first thing that we no longer prioritize. Right. You know what I mean? Because we're so caught up with ministry, so right, caught up right, with right. work or whatever. And we kind of, you know, put us put aside of family. Mm. You know what I mean? So... To go back to the definition, you know, God for a man who's not lazy and makes his family a priority, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And these are the things I want to to see that I was a God free man. You know, that I'm a hardworking guy, not lazy at all, you know what I mean? And I'm all about my family, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, we go see, you know, my family, my mom and dad and my brother, you know, we... Um, just, they, just came back. Yeah, yeah, we just came back yeah, from uh, from Montreal, you know, a couple days ago, right. you know. we do, we go see them on a regular basis, you know. I talk to my parents on a regular basis, you know, and I wanted her to see that, you know what I mean? Because the way I treat them will be how I treat her and our future kids, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, That's absolutely. Cool. So, these are the things I wanted her to see, you know what I mean? So, to me, that was really important because... Going to church with her, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I knew her family as well. You know, mm-hmm. I know, I know right. her father, her mom, you know, her brother and sister. And I knew that about them.
0: They were very family-oriented, you right. know what I mean? So I wanted her to see that as well mm-hmm. in right. me. You know, that was really important. So, so you said something, too, is that you saw her family, yes. which kind of <clears throat> helped you to identify someone that you also want as a partner. Absolutely. Because if you know you're a family-oriented person, mm-hmm. you're going to see someone... Who their her family is also family oriented. Yes. So you're like, wow, okay, that's a good fit because family is important to me, that means family yes. is probably also gonna be important to her as well. Exactly. That's really good. Absolutely. That's really good. You gotta look at the family you're going into. Yeah. You know it's what I mean? Because
3: you know, some people say that, you know, you don't marry her, you marry her family, yeah. her culture, yeah. and all that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's something that I look I looked at, you know right. what I mean? I'm like, okay, you know, I mean, I see her, I see her sister, her brother, her parents as well. Mm-hmm. Will I fit? in that family, you know what I mean? Mm. What is it gonna be uh, a natural thing, you know right. what I mean, for me to be a part of all this, year. you know what I mean? Yeah. So to me that was important as well, you know what I mean for family. I'm not saying that um, how do you guys spell it? Cinderella?
1: Cinderella. Yeah.
3: C- Cinderella, Cinderella. Cinderillon, <laughs> <my> <laughs> See her you know you know the story, right? She comes from a crazy family. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, but she's a diamond. Right. You know what I mean? There's a lot of girls like that. There's a lot of women out out there like that. You know, so I'm not saying that it's important that the family. You know, is right. good. You know, if you meet the girl, but her family is a no-no, then uh, you should stay away. You, should, you yeah. stay away from the girl. You know, that's that's a sign. It's not always the case. Right. You know what I mean? There's a lot. There's a lot of Cinderella out there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So 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 yeah. But for for me personally, mm-hmm.
0: that was important. You right. know, so so yeah, most definitely, man. And that's really good because I feel like a lot of people, when it comes to marriage. It's like, because it's such a mystery, and you don't know mm-hmm. what to expect, you don't know what to look for. Yeah, Like, you actually don't know what to look for, like, because yeah. um, I can relate with that as well. Like, right. when I, you know, Phoebe and I went, <clears throat> to, we went to church together, and that's how we met. And, you know, definitely I was able to see her family, I was able to mm-hmm. see how... You know her whole family interacts and stuff like that i interacted with her family yeah. i involved myself with their family and so i was over at the house eating just some jello fries yeah, yeah. that's good, and, stuff. Yeah. It's it's good, good like, stuff it's good is still the best but <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 we're, we're still working <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but it's, it's, it's a must right and as as a young man like it's so important to know what you're looking for as yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. a young yeah, woman too. So, like you have to know what you're looking for. Right. And it's not to say that you should have a list, because I know you have a funny story about your list. (laughs) Right? You shouldn't have like a twenty item list. You know what I mean? Like be realistic. You're not gonna get Prince Charming or you know, the perfect Cinderella as you say. Yeah. 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 There'll always be some flaw, something that's absolutely but at the end of the day you gotta know yourself and know where your partner will fit Mm. in who you are and who you're trying to become.
2: Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes.
0: And if if I can add something to that, you know,
3: it it brings me to um, something people would ask us a lot, you know, hey, you guys have been married for a year, you know, how is it? A lot of people say, you know, your first year is the honeymoon or the worst one. Right. You know what I mean? (laughs) For us, you know, and I don't know if you're saying for her, yeah, it has been the honeymoon phase. You know what I mean? It still is, you know, and people ask me, Oh, how come? You know, I thought it would be, you know, the toughest. <laughs> yeah. And I say to people this very, very simple. we met, well, that's implicit, right? Yes, yeah. oh, yes. If you have a hard time adapting, mm. then it's going to be hard for you. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to be open-minded. You know what I mean? Because, for example, I grew up, like, I don't know, every Saturday, we clean up. Mm-hmm. I mean, if she grew up that it's not on Saturday, it's Friday. Then what? I'm gonna start an argument with her or something like that. No. Yeah. Now we're building our family. Yeah, right. So let's come together and work with, you know, trying to find something that works for us. Right. You know right. what I mean? So you gotta be open-minded. You okay. know what I mean? I know some people who, you know, no, it's I, I did it like this for 20 years. So yeah. so she needs to follow me. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, her yeah. way is wrong yeah. and my way is wrong and yeah. things like that. Right. And then arguments, because you have to adapt to the other person. Right. You know what I mean? She yeah. comes from, you know, the same foundation, yeah. yes, but her lifestyle was maybe a little different, like right. I said, you know what I mean? She, she used to cleaning up on Fridays, right. yeah. and I'm used to doing it on Saturday. Right. So, we, okay, now, like, we're going to start an argument over this? Yeah. No, man, That's come right. on, it's it's you, man. Yeah. We don't like headaches. Guys, come on. We don't like, yeah, yeah. right. yeah. yeah. like headaches, <laughs> we, like we don't like arguments, we don't like things like that. Right. Okay, so fine, you know, you want to do it on Friday? Let's do it on Friday, right. you know what I mean? Right. And vice versa, you know what I mean? So, your first year of marriage is going to be complicated, if you have a hard time adapting, mm-hmm. yeah. if you're not open-minded. But if you are, you're easygoing and things like that, then okay, you know, it will be a honeymoon phase, you know? And because I moved from Montreal to Ottawa, Ottawa, Montreal, I had to, like, throughout my high school, you know, you, you and Ottawa, you guys are up until grade 12, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But in Montreal, it's we call it secondary one, so going there, uh, until, so uh, going yeah. which is grade 7 to grade 11, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So five years of high school, I did four different schools. Wow. You know what I mean? Yes, you know. So two, uh, three of them in, in in French, in English. You know what I mean? So I had to adapt my whole life. You All know right. what I mean? So so, marrying her, I had to do some adaptation. Show sure, so did did she? Right. But but at the end of the day, I think that's why you know we have been in this honeymoon phase because. I was open-minded, she Mm -hmm. was open-minded, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we have a honeymoon phase doesn't mean perfect, Mm -hmm. right? It doesn't mean perfect, it doesn't mean no arguments or things like that, you know? It means that, okay, you know what I mean? We're getting married, we're building this new thing together. So, you're coming with whatever packages you have, I'm coming with my packages. Mm -hmm. Let's try to build it into something good, you know what I mean? And let's listen to one another, you know what I mean, as much as possible, you know what I mean? So, I think that's one of the things, you know what I mean, that's been our... Success, you know what I mean, yes. because you know yes. we're still rookies. Now I mean, we're not gonna be an experts <laughs> yeah. and it's things like good, that. Man.
0: You know, people, you know, people hey, in sports, but it's still rookie of the year award. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Oh, there we go. The go.
3: There we go. There we go. There we go. It's all good. Man. Very, very true. Yeah. But because you know, people be like, okay, you guys have been married for two years. You know, us a year and a bit. You know, so what advice are you guys going to be giving? You know, know but listen, you know, there's a lot of people out there who. Are trying to get married, yeah. you know? what I mean, there's a lot of people out there. Okay, oh, hey, you guys did it recently. Talk to us, yeah. and we're just talking about our journey. Right. You know what, what I mean? Right. So, no, it, it needs to be said. You, you know, know it's from, from us, it. from you guys. So, it's great that we have this type of conversation. You know, for the people listening out there. You know, so absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. that's
4: good. Preacher, 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 really good. Ah, ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I was going to say one thing because as you were talking, it reminded me of our conversation last week, the mm-hmm. podcast. Um, And we were talking about some of the things that we've learned in our first two years of marriage. Mm -hmm. And flexibility also came up. So flexibility, adaptability, it's the same thing, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, I think we were also saying that how our first two years were still in the honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. And I think we're trying to figure out why. We couldn't, like, actually Mm -hmm. put, like, a, a reason or a definition as to why we were still in our honeymoon phase. But listening to you, Marco, I think that's it. Like, mm-hmm. we're just so flexible with each other. we yeah, like, able to adapt, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent, mm-hmm. but I think for young men and young women, um, like, before you get married, the important thing is to work on yourself. Mm-hmm, right? That's you yeah, work yeah. on That's yourself. That's actually well, something that I made sure I worked on mm-hmm. when I was single, you mm-hmm. know? And mm-hmm. for those people that know me personally, I, I actually took pride in being single. Mm-hmm. Like, I was happy to <laughs> be single. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy. You know, like of course, I dated people here and there, but like I wasn't thirsty for relationships. You know, when I was in a relationship, okay, cool. But when I was out, I was like, okay, I'm on my own. I can focus on myself. I can pursue goals that I had. Mm -hmm. But the very, the most important thing, the bottom line thing to me was to focus on myself. Yeah, Mm -hmm. work on my character. Mm -hmm. Right, Mm -hmm. work on how to. tolerate others how to cooperate with others like those essential things that help a relationship yeah right that's what i worked on so that when it was time for me to meet omar and to actually get into a relationship and eventually get married like it was easy right you know i'm not saying i'm perfect i'm not like i still have a lot of things to work on but i feel like the basics i took care of so yeah Yeah. wow
0: and i think that's that's the most important thing when it comes to just anything in life Right. Right. And it's one thing that I told Phoebe, I think it was before we got married, yep. I was kinda like like marriage is just another part of life. It is. As much as it's a mystery, it's an unknown. Yeah. And we kind of put it on this pedestal. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially in like black culture. Yeah. You know, you're <clears throat> from Ghana, from Haiti, Jamaica, Ghana. But I feel like in all of our cultures, marriage is like this it's an achievement. Mm-hmm. Which it is. it is. Like it it low yeah. kinda is an yeah, achievement. It is. But it's 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 Glorified to an extent where you're kind of scared of it, and it's like you know, um, it's like a huge thing where sometimes even men are scared to get married because it's like a huge commitment, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. But I, I think it's like anything else in life you have to commit yourself to anything you're doing in life, mm-hmm. whether it's marriage, Absolutely. whether it's your education, yes, whether it's a job, mm-hmm. whether it's a business, yeah, whether it's a podcast, mm-hmm. whether it's, yeah, you know, anything you do, having a A good relationship with your family, Mm -hmm. with your friends, literally anything and everything you do in your life will require some form of commitment, Mm -hmm. one level of commitment. Mm -hmm. And so I think that the fact that we are scared, um, and I'm speaking more to the men because, you know, we tend to be the ones that shy away from marriage and Mm -hmm. commitment, right? But if you can commit yourself to a business, why can't you commit yourself to a woman? You know, the same qualities you need to develop in committing yourself to a friendship, a friendship, Um, committing yourself to family relationships, Mm -hmm. committing yourself to achieving other things, achieving your goals. Like Mm -hmm. you have to become a certain individual to be able to commit yourself to achieve whatever you're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. Like the same is the same thing for marriage. Mm -hmm. Marriage is something where it's it's just a stage in life. It's, a, it's an awesome stage. It's a good stage. But it's, it's another stage. Yeah. Right. And I remember before we got married, I, I kind of dumbed it down in that way with feed because it felt as if there's always that pressure. People are talking to you. They're telling you in your ear, oh, are you sure you're ready? Oh, can you <laughs> oh, go yeah. get? I oh, know. can you do this? Well, do you like, make enough money? Do you, have that? you have that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's real. You know, and it's, it's like. Real. Yeah. yeah, you know, as as my, as you will say, adding, yeah, <I think. laughs> like been Why? You know, like it's not necessary. That's the you can yeah. you can learn once you get married. Like yeah, Like it's as like you're saying. You know, I can't go to school because I haven't achieved. I haven't learned how to cook, or I, yeah. I can't move away from school because I don't know how to cook for myself. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah when I left for school when I came here to, oh, I didn't know how to cook, how to cook yeah. mac and cheese yeah. and breakfast like <laughs> yeah. eggs and stuff but as I was here I learned yeah. there I go mm-hmm. yeah.
4: you know what's funny too like here's like a personal testimony I remember I like I lived in my mother's house before I got married and my mom cooked for me got a yeah. mom like not she's not always fan. cooking yeah. you know and I was teased I was ridiculed oh you can't cook yet. you have to cook you know like oh you have to get married go to your husband. Yeah. and it's like I heard, though. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's important to serve your husband yeah. and, and, um, based on, like, whatever capacity you want to put that to. But, like, the thing is, I just didn't feel the need to learn how to cook. I was busy with my own life doing other things. But once I got married, I was like, okay, I need to learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. So what do I do? Watch YouTube videos. There's Pinterest. <laughs> there's Instagram. There's TikTok. And I learned. And I'm um, a very decent, I'm not amazing, but I'm a very good
0: girl. I'm a she very decent <laughs> yeah. cook. She is. Really I'm a
4: very decent cook, you know? And it's so funny, because when people were, like, getting at me, like, oh, Phoebe, you can't cook, something inside me told me, it's okay.
1: Yeah. Don't
4: listen to them. You know yourself. You yeah. know that when something needs to get done, you will get You'll it do done. It. You yeah. don't find any means to get it done. And that's what I did. So I just want to encourage anyone out there, like, don't feel like you have to get it, like, all together. Mm-hmm. You actually don't have to have it together, For you sure. know? Like. It's just, like Omar said, another stage of life. Right. That's, yeah. It. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's it. That's and, it. And I think this leads me to a question that just popped in my, <coughs> in my head where it's like, how did you guys? Okay, so first off, what expectations did you have for marriage yourself, mm-hmm. you know, based on things you've watched on TV or conversations you had with friends? So what expectations have you built of marriage in yourself and how did you handle those expectations for yourself and also other people's expectations that they were trying to like, throw on you? like how did you guys kind of
1: handle that and, and talk through that funny because as uh, marco was talking about um what do, you had asked him earlier um what is it that you wanted Nora to see like as you guys were mm-hmm. talking daily what is it that you wanted her to see you and mm-hmm. i was actually thinking and this question i was actually kind of ties in with it a bit um my expectation was that and it could be a bit unrealistic or it is unrealistic but i was expecting to be with someone that was like my dad like that point blank period. Someone like my dad, hardworking. And that's, I do see a lot of qualities. Right. And it's funny because a lot of times they say, oh, women end up marrying people or women end up marrying um, men who like you like resemble the their, their fathers so yeah, yeah. or yeah. are like their fathers, if same characteristics, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I really saw those things. So as he was saying, like, oh, yeah, I really wanted her to see that I was a man of God, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a hard worker and that, um, I prioritize my family. Those are all things that I would see in my dad. Mm-hmm. So as I was praying for, you know, future husband, wow. those are the things that I was like, these are non-negotiables. Right. These are the things that I've seen my whole life. Mm-hmm. So these are things that I want. If it's not in you, then, then you must not be the one because right. this is what I'm praying for, you know? So those are my expectations. And I made that clear from the beginning. Lazy men, absolutely not, <laughs> absolutely not, and that that should be that should be a high standard. for them. Yeah, yeah. Lazy men, absolutely not, because if you're thinking about it, you're gonna have to carry the baby later on. You know what I mean? You're gonna have to do some of the housework if the man is not able to do some of those things, like the cooking and the cleaning. Thankfully he's able to do those things so we're able to share those tasks. Oh, but we're still working on the nah. understand? thing. Really you understand? Spectacular. <laughs> but yeah, but if you have to do all these things and also have to do the housework, oh mow the lawn, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So seeing all those things and seeing my dad, you know, really providing and taking care of us, I was spoiled. Now that I'm older, I can actually look back and say, I was actually spoiled. My parents did <laughs> everything for me from elementary or like preschool to university and even after that like my dad's oh you need this da-da. always going around so that was my expectations is that if you're going to marry me take me out of my father's home yes. then the expectation is that you're going to pick up pick up like We're where you left on. off yeah, yeah, yeah. right so those are my expectations and you know at times i'm obviously i did not want to put pressure and say well my dad does this right. thing, so <laughs> you don't want to say those things but naturally I just saw that in him and I was like okay this is gonna be a beautiful thing You sure, <laughs> it's exactly like exactly what I was saying before these are the things that I pray for these are my non-negotiables right. I'm interested to hear your list though because I hear that a lot yeah. in women they have a long list of qualities I want a man they have to be six foot five mm-hmm. I didn't care about height I, I didn't really care so much about well, you didn't have that people. list then. I didn't okay. really have that okay. list I just my main priority is that my husband is a man of God. He's loyal. He is kind, respectful, loves me, my, like our future mm-hmm. family, um, and is a hard worker. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted. I don't care. I mean, height and stuff like that, you know. Like, <laughs> oh my God, we can play around with <laughs> those. He's kind of tall, though. But he's tall. like...
0: Oh, you
1: yeah, were like 6'2? Yeah, 6'3. right? But yeah. I didn't care about that. I didn't care about that stuff at all. I ended up marrying a man who was tall, dark, and handsome. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I think mean, those things were at the top. Those things were at the top of right. my list, if even on my list at all. Right, right. Um, right. So those are expectations I had for my future husband. In terms of expectations that other people put on me, kind of the same thing Thief, that you were saying, learn how to cook. And I would cook from time to time in my house. But it wasn't anything intense because like you were saying we had moms who would be cooking all the time storing it down so i'm like okay so sometimes i'll partake i yes. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not like in charge of my own house yet so i'll like enjoy this for a little longer but from time to time i help her out my sister and i um but i kind of heard the same things that you were hearing too like you need to learn how to cook well clean well this is that sometimes i tell you like if God forbid someone catches you in PJs, and baggy PJs, you need to make sure, even at home. You know those ones? Know. Dude, you know where I'm going to this? Wow. Even at home, you need to make sure.
4: You know all those.
1: I'm like, um, I'm just chilling in my home. You know? Oh my goodness, you got that too, I right? got that too. My sister and I both got it. Like all of that, like those are the expectations. You need to look good, you need to be able to cook, clean. And you know, be like the spiritual like anchor in your household mm-hmm. as well. Like you need to pray. Pray for your husband. No one else can pray for your husband mm-hmm. like you can. I said, okay, I will. <laughs> I will. No. It's true though. It's right? true. It's true. It's, it's, true. It's, true. It's, it's true. it's true. But those are things that were really, really, yeah. you know, pushed I I heard. Yeah. But.
0: Did you did you find that there was anything that you guys had maybe expectations on that you both agreed that, ah, let's throw that away? Or there are certain expectations that like, okay, I think we can actually build on this. Like, were there certain things that even, maybe maybe not yet, I don't know, it's, it's been a year and a half or a little a year and a bit, but like, have there been expectations where you had to address it with one another where it's like, you know, um, I don't think this is something that we should continue or it, like, has there been anything like that for you guys as yet? Uh, you know, very similar to you guys, you know, I, I grew up with... Um,
3: You know both my parents my mom was doing the cooking Mm -hmm. Uh, my dad was helping around cleaning and doing all that stuff you know like the heavy stuff you know Mm -hmm. behind the fridge behind the stove Mm -hmm. you know I mean under the couch vacuuming things like that but my mom was doing the cooking Mm -hmm. you know I mean I come back from school there's food yeah Yeah. I mean from work there's food all the time you know I mean so coming into marriage you know in my mind like okay, I'm gonna come home and there's gonna be food. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sir. <laughs> I'm done, right? I'm right. right there. All I have to go is come and sit at the table. You know what
2: yeah. I mean? uh, I'm ready now. You
3: know what I mean? Hey, that's how I grew up. You know what I mean? That's how I grew up. But it goes back to what I was saying, you know what I mean? You have to learn how to do that. She worked like I work. You know what I mean? She like I you know yeah. right. She's I like tired. Them. Like I'm tired, you know what I mean? Sometimes you know she works even more. She's a nurse, yeah. you know what I mean? She's out here doing doubles and things like that, you know what I mean? So Come on, in my right mind, yeah. you'd be like, okay, what's the food? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. these are the expectations. I feel like a lot of our parents, you know, right. tell yeah. us, you know, right. maybe you know, your wife needs to cook, she needs to cook. I guess sort kind of like culture and yeah. like, yes. it's just a
0: different time. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah.
3: That's the thing, you know, and anyways, uh, I, I could go on forever, you know, for a long time, you know, yeah.
0: but, you know, I don't know about, you know, if you've been Jamaican. Honestly same it, it story was, as you bro yeah. because if it wasn't for me moving out to ottawa first and having to live on my own right. for or what was it like six five years before mm-hmm. we got married mm-hmm. i would be in the same situation yeah, actually, because yeah, same thing yeah. for me i'd come home from school right hot meal every single day every single day like even yeah. me coming to ottawa and living on my own i didn't cook every day i would cook one meal on like sundays and like <laughs> let it stretch <laughs> on the for like Two, three days and then I'll cook again. Yeah, my mom made yeah. sure there was hot food yeah. every, every single day. Wow. Every and that's what my dad day. enjoyed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the re- the reality of it <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like,
4: No, because no, like honestly, kudos to your mom. That's yeah. amazing. Every time we go yeah, back honestly. to his mom's place, like she will cook every single day. Yeah. And I just admire her for that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I can't even I can't even begin to
1: think of like yeah. where I would fit it if I was like at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even that, when you're at home, you're doing other things. Yeah. Let me organize this, let me do this, let me yeah. do that. There's always so many things to do. There's a lot. I don't know. I just, kudos. So yeah. Honestly, kudos to yeah. our mom. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe we'll get there eventually. Maybe yeah. because, That's the thing. Yeah. Because yeah. my mom, I remember having conversations with her, and she always say, like, oh, you know, when I was younger, I never thought I'd be, like, a mother of a household cooking, cleaning, taking care of my kids, doing this, doing that. Yeah. But it just, like, came in yeah. to me, and I just kind of had to walk in that role, and... This is how I am now, so you guys will me. get it from me. Like, <laughs> 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 and I do see, like, I do see little bits and pieces every single day, because if you're raised in that, like, eventually mm-hmm. if you, like, certain aspects, mm-hmm. you'll start to see. Right. Um, I-, I was just about to, see. oh, sorry, go ahead.
4: I just want to add one thing. You see, I think our parents need to understand that, like Omar is saying, marriage is just another stage of life, mm-hmm. and you ease into it, and yeah. you grow in marriage. Right? Yeah. right? right. So... We're not knocking what our parents are telling no, us but no, no. we're just asking our parents to give us grace and allow yeah. us to grow into yeah. what yeah. they want us to be or right. how they feel a wife or husband should be in a marriage mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. like you said like maybe we don't cook every day but we'll get to a point where we may have to cook every day mm-hmm. and it'll just come naturally for yeah. us yeah. because we're growing into it yeah
1: yeah i feel also because of a lot of our parents are immigrants they came from yes the country, so they had exactly. no time to that's, grow into the roles. Yeah, exactly. they came and it's like "Okay, let's go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cook, clean oh one baby oh two babies <laughs> you know yeah. and then they have to try to manage and go to work at the same time and do this so when we come up with excuses right, what they right, think right, are excuses right. you know we're like oh no but like we're actually busy like yeah. we for example in Ghana Jamaica Haiti I don't think that there are people who are going to school like full time and then working part time, right. but here yeah. a lot of the people who are in school are work also have a part time yeah, job. Sure. Yeah. You know yeah. home, do your homework, do your essays, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we were doing that at the age that they probably came here and started having children. Yeah. And, uh, that's true. So we like they're looking at us, Lizzie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Guys, like these kids have no idea they guys are born here raised and we do everything for you guys all we're asking is that you do a little bit more but yeah we're just we're not used to it they had to step into their roles way quicker than we would ever have to I feel and so God bless them for everything that they've done but like you were saying like we we just need a little bit more time and grace you know to do these things so.
3: and also they feel like their story will be your story You know what I mean? Because I know a lot of women who, and and I find it really unfortunate, but uh, long story short, there was this woman who um, was complaining about her husband not helping around, you know what I mean, like cleaning and just with uh, with the house, right? So she was complaining about that, right? So she went to an older lady, you know, who, um, you know, was I guess her, like, she saw her as a mother Mm -hmm. somebody that she she trusts and um, she explained the situation to her. And know the lady said to her? She said, so you're you're complaining about your husband not helping you around the house. Okay. Is he working? Yes, he is. Uh, Is he cheating on you? No, he's not. Is he uh, making fun of you in public and humiliating you? No, he's not. So what are you complaining about? You know what I mean? What are you complaining about? You know, you have a husband who's doing all these things. Who cares if he's not helping you around the house? You know what I mean? This is a good man. You know what I mean? You need to quit complaining and uh, take care of the house. That's your role anyways as a mother, uh, as a a wife, as a mother. So keep at it and uh, thank God for your husband. You know what I mean? Literally. But that's because, you know, I don't know, their past relationship or what they've been through or stories that they've heard. And now their standards so low. You know what I mean? As long as you have a man that's not cheating on you, that's not, you know, humiliating you, and he goes to work every day, the rest you can handle, yes. but no, I, I don't believe in that, yes. my ladies. For you guys yes. listening out there, come on, man, put the standard on yes. you higher yes. than yes. that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That's you. You know what I mean? That's that's your story. That's you. That's right. where you're coming from. Right. And it's unfortunate. It's too bad you have to come from this. You know, but they think like, well, for you, well, you know, you're my daughter, and uh, make sure you have a man that doesn't cheat on you, and uh, that doesn't make you humiliate you, and uh, it's hardworking. That's all you need. And I mean, I disagree, I disagree with that, Damn absolutely. Yes. And I don't know if it's a black people thing, or if it's a, you know, or, or uh, if it's a everybody thing, you know, <laughs> because um, I, I don't know if it was Chris Rock, but he was talking about how black people are just like, the basic th- basic things for us, it's like, oh my gosh, it's so huge to me. Oh, I've never been to jail. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, okay. I Jail, you know what I mean. Oh, I never got shot. Okay, you know I do that God never got shot. That's for us, it's like, oh man, wow, wow, you know what I mean. But it's just basic stuff, right? Things, you know yeah. what I mean. A man that's helping around the house oh, right. is basic, right? You know what I mean. A man that's not cheating on you, please, you know what I mean. Like, that's that's basic, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And a man that's cooking, that's basic, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so come on, ladies, you know, yeah. come on, come on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and, I, and I think that speaks to the strength of a community, right? Yes, like when the standards of this, when the standards are being passed down are so low yeah how can mm-hmm. we expect the community to, to, to yeah. be strengthened mm-hmm. right and I think I always believe that marriage is the cornerstone of every community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because marriages give birth to children yes. mm-hmm. children grow up yeah. and they become the community even more and it, and it just grows and grows and grows over does. time yeah and so I think that as parents it is it's it's so important that like we pour into children good standards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even things that we wrestled with mm-hmm. and have come to know that hey, like this is something I went through and I don't want my child right. to go through yeah, this. Exactly. Right instead of like the example you just gave, like mm-hmm. it would have been better for that, that older lady to have said, Well, I can I can see what you're saying and maybe right. work through her to lift her standard well, and like, uphold that standard. Yes. But instead, she's encouraging her to lower her standard, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's so important that as a generation, we mm-hmm. look at the next generation and even help them to raise the bar higher. Yeah. Yes. Because yes. when you think about it, right? Like, and Phoebe and I talk about this sometimes. Like, why is it that some people get ahead so much mm-hmm. and so far yeah. mm-hmm. and others are suffering? Like, what's the difference? Yeah. Because we're all human. Yeah. Right. We're born the same, we bleed the same blood, we breathe the same air, yeah. we're given the same amount of hours in a day, we eat the same food. There's nothing right. special about billionaires or millionaires or people that are, you know, have good families and a good lineage. There's like, what's the difference, mm-hmm. right? And I, think, and I think the difference, like you said, is the standards. Yeah. Right? The standard of working hard, the yeah. standard of um, having good principles, yes. having good morals. Yes. Being God-fearing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Instilling the Word of God in <clears throat> children right? Mm-hmm. I think um, it's so important for us, you know, and like mm-hmm. you said, uh, let's talk about it, the black community, it's so mm-hmm. important for us yes. it's a lift to lift the standard, yes, yes, please. you know, and I think it's really happening with our generation, Definitely, you yeah, know, right. I think that we, we have really, we refuse to settle for less, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and sometimes that can be frustrating for our parents, I think we were having a conversation the other day about um, uh, Gen Zs, yeah. and how Gen Zs, like, Especially in the workforce, even like they don't take <laughs> anything. No. So well, a friend of ours was telling us how uh, a Gen Zer um, <laughs> got a job. <laughs> I guess that's the term. I do know. A Gen Zer had a job, mm-hmm. and the requirement was for them to work um, eight hours a day, and they were like, "What? Eight hours a day? <laughs> You're lucky." <laughs> like, yeah. I was I've like, "Bro, eight,
1: eight hours, hours a day? problem." <laughs>
0: like. I was like, bro. Wow. I was thinking I about was those times I used to deliver pizza back in Brampton. I'd be working, uh, what, fifteen hours, sixteen oh. hour, sometimes seventeen hour shifts. Not good, not good. Yeah, but like
4: the, the, the thing is though, like we're laughing, right? But you have to understand maybe what it, you have to ask the question what is that Gen Z or standard though Yeah. maybe their standard is mm-hmm. yeah I'm not going to give eight hours to some man rather I'm going to take that eight hours for myself and build my own business because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's just generation right that's right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. generation right. Is all about building businesses it's like true. just inventing new things yeah. like it's a different breed altogether mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and, and that's kind of what I'm going for with the whole raising the bar and raising the standard even in church mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah. young people nowadays are not so quick to just say Okay, sir. Okay, yeah. man. No, yeah. wow, you gotta break that down. Like you're yeah, telling yeah, me yeah, something, yeah. but why is it this way? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? That a question. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Thou shalt not steal. Well, why not? Mm-hmm. Thou shalt not murder. Oh, well, why not? Yeah. Well, obviously, those are <laughs> 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 kind of extreme wow. example, but yeah. you get what I'm trying to say, right? Mm-hmm. Like you gotta really break down everything, which everything. I I think is a good thing mm-hmm. because not only does it help them yeah. understand. It's help it helps us understand. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like our generation was the one that kind of we're kind of the in-between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The millennials. Yes, we're right, the in-between yes, generation,
1: yes. Right? Yeah. right? a little bit yeah, other.
0: we still we got, got, some, some we got some old side. school, yeah, yeah. yeah, But we're we're trying to fit in with the new yeah, school.
1: Yeah, we're right? like, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're trying to fit we're still in. still
0: kinda right? play it safe <laughs> though, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I feel like, you know, we were the generation that we grew up saying, yes, ma'am yes sir Mm -hmm. without really questioning anything right but then we kind of grew up to kind of see certain things we're like Mm -hmm. wait a second yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and we started asking certain questions and started you know um maybe even stop believing certain things or Mm -hmm. stop following certain things Mm -hmm. like you know for example church tradition would say um you can't wear jewelry Mm -hmm. women can't wear makeup yeah you know those types of things right right we're now our generation's kind of like hold up but hold is up. that biblical <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. you know and like even certain things in bible like a lot of people say that there shouldn't be women pastors or women preachers mm-hmm. or anything yeah. like that right What's yeah. it's like well, so is cool. that what Paul really meant like mm-hmm. like you know what I mean so I think it's important that we pass that inquisitive mindset mm-hmm. to the next generation yeah. so they can continue to carry it because if you're inquisitive it brings understanding yes. mm-hmm. when you have understanding you have knowledge when yeah, you have knowledge we're... you don't perish yeah. there we go because yeah, this is what the bible says yeah, yeah my people perish for lack, a lack of knowledge. Of knowledge. Yeah. Yep. But when you gain understanding, right, when you gain knowledge, like, that's how you can move forward. And I think if we can come together as a community to move forward with that same mindset, to always be inquisitive, seek knowledge. Don't just take yes or no for an mm-hmm. answer. Like, why? Why is it this way? Mm-hmm. I think we can really, really make some mm-hmm. strides to move ahead. Absolutely. I yes. yeah. just
1: said, Go back and touch on what you were saying before. You're saying marriage is a very powerful institution because yes. for marriage comes children, yes. and then those children will grow up in society. Yes. They'll be the sure. next, you know, whoever in like the workforce and whatnot. Right. But that's something that I've noticed, and I think I've had conversations with Phoebe uh, and Anna about this many times. But even in my workplace, or like. I work, in, a, as my husband said, I'm a registered nurse and I work in mental health. And I've been working in mental health for four years. I work primarily with youth. I've worked with adults, but now I'm working primarily with youth. Most of the families you see of the youth that are coming in to, like, for an inpatient admission, broken families. Wow. Mm-hmm. Marriages, you see a lot of them, parents divorced, or oh, oh I, I, uh, my mom cheated on my dad. Or my dad should have my mom but they don't know that i know but i knew because you know these little kids are it's picking up their parents phones or wow. they're like they're so sneaky so they're figuring these things out mm-hmm. and so they're trying you know to look good in front of their kids mm-hmm. but they know so you're living a lie and your kid is experiencing this wow. your kid is experiencing all this pro- all these problems why wow. and they're they're wondering oh we do everything we put them in ballet we put them in this we put them in that they don't care about any of that they're looking wow. at their mother and father, the two yeah. people who brought them into this world mm-hmm. and they're seeing what brokenness. Mm-hmm. So seeing that it reflects, it literally just that's what they feel. That's what they feel. Like you guys are broken, so if you guys are broken, how about me? Mm. then wow. they come and then you start to see all these issues now the kid who was you know doing well and was a straight A student was you know like leader of the soccer team all these mm-hmm. things now marks declining doesn't want to be in sports now they're starting to question everything if wow. my parents who are supposed to be like Mr. and Mrs. Right you yeah. see them like, like they're supposed like, to be like, my superiors yeah, yeah, you know yeah. if they couldn't get it right how the heck am I supposed to like right. survive in this world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so then they start to just question everything everything in, in life for them it just becomes a question mark and then they start to get really depressed. And then they start to do a lot of deep deeper, you know, then it takes their mind. That's when the devil takes over, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's interesting that you said that. It's very true. Family is very important. Mm-hmm. Marriage mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. very important. That's yes. something that we discuss a lot. Mm-hmm. And we always say, like, certain times, you know, we'll do something, like, oh, no, we should do that. Like, if we have kids and they're watching us, yeah. then we wouldn't want to do it. Let's develop these habits <laughs> now. <laughs> so that, like, when we have, like, a daughter or son and they're watching, they'll be like... They won't like mimic that behavior, right, right? right? So I'm like, let's train ourselves to do these things now <laughs> so we're not like doing it in front of our kids. <laughs> and sometimes we're just moving off, right, and like, right. no, don't do that. <laughs> you know? We laugh about it, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes people don't realize it, but the habits you have now, you can just continue, 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 and then you know, you start to have a family and your kid you continue that habit, your kids are watching you, mm-hmm. and then they start to develop habits and you're trying to correct it. Don't do that. Right. But if you stop to reflect mm-hmm. You also have that habit right. as well, right? So it's very important. I think it's something that all, and even um, older siblings as well. Older siblings, that's a, another thing that I've noticed um, when I'm looking at these families, like broken marriages and stuff, but they also don't have close relationships to their siblings. It's mm-hmm. like every man for themselves. Wow. One thing in my home, as we we're talking about, is that our family, we're a very close family. Mm-hmm. My dad was like, Your sister's your best friend, your brother's yeah. your best friend. Growing mm-hmm. up, you'll have the other best friends. Yeah. Like, I remember I wrote, um, in elementary school, it must have been like grade five, and we were given these words um, to write sentences with every single week. And one of them was like best friend or friend. So I wrote my best friend is, and I wrote the name of like my good friend at the time. And my dad came over, and he saw, like, he erased it. He said, no, your best friend is your sister. No, she's your friend, but your wow. best friend will always be your sister. That's Never good. forget that. Wow, and I remember like being like, younger, you're just like, Oh my gosh, like why <laughs> we, Like yeah, of course we're friends, but we have other friends right, too. Right. she said like, you're old thing. She has her friends in her grade, I'm my friends in my right. grade. But I'm so happy that my parents really instilled that in us while we were young because as we got older, like right. everyone would be like, oh, Nora and Nadi, and now you can't, it's yeah, kind like N and Phoebe. No one can say one without the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, Nora and Nadi, Nadi, and Nora. Yeah. Oh, Phoebe and Anna, and Phoebe, like we're
3: just And like, shout out to Nadia, shout out to <laughs> Anna. Yeah, yeah shout out to you to guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was always like that, but I would say my sister had my back and she was do that I had her back. Right. But sometimes you see these kids, They have older siblings, and it's either two siblings gang up on the younger one, Mm -hmm. or they just don't talk. Like, oh, you have siblings? Like, I'm always interested to find out, like, Mm -hmm. who they chat with at home. Like, yeah, I have, like, two sisters, and they're all close in age. Oh, you guys talk? No, we're not close. She's like, this is my best friend. And they have, like, another random person who's their best friend, and then they get into arguments with them, then they're no longer their best friend, then they're they're alone. But they can't talk to their siblings or even their parents about it, you know? Wow. It's it's quite sad, honestly, and so it's really important as family, it's mm-hmm. so important to stick together mm-hmm. and just know yes. that there's always someone watching. That's something I always tell my husband, like, mm-hmm. even though you think like I'm that person who when we're in public and like we're talking Shh, wait, wait. like you never know who's like listening, you never know who's watching. It's like no one's watching, no I'm one's watching. If like, no. like, oh, yeah. my siblings are watching, they always make fun of me. Like they'll be saying something, like my brother, he's always cracking jokes. <laughs> and when we're in public, I'm always like, my eyes are open yeah. because I'm like this guy. <laughs> Like he's a lot sometimes, so I'm always looking out, he's no one is watching me (laughs) like stop,
2: like you're such an over
1: exaggerator, like you're a drama queen. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, like some one day like you'll say something and you'll turn around and someone's like watching. You know? (laughs) I'm like you never want someone to look at you. And, you know, they hear you say something off just one day and all of a sudden you meet them in church. Oh, you're the person I saw. You know? You just never know. And we always say, Autumn is so small. (laughs) We always always say it's such a small world, even, Mm -hmm. because, you know, someone I may see may be connected to you Mm -hmm. or, you know, vice versa. Mm -hmm. So, those things are so important, I feel. Yeah. Just yeah. stick yeah. to, you know, like going back to what I was saying, family is so important. Yes. That, that should it be is. your core forever and ever. Yeah. And I strongly believe, like you were saying, that marriage and family is like the most powerful like mm-hmm. institution. percent. Mm-hmm. Really yes.
4: Okay, so uh, Nora was saying how she was very interested in my list. And you were making it seem like my list was very superficial, <laughs> which it wasn't. Ah. Very much.
0: No, it wasn't, it wasn't. It, it wasn't very, superficial.
4: It. But before I even get to the list, I kind of want to say that like, and when I say list, I mean like when you're single and you're looking for a man to marry, right? You have um, a list of uh, characteristics or requirements that you that you have for a husband. And um, the one thing that I always told myself was that I didn't want to get too superficial, mm-hmm. right? Like I didn't want to get into the whole like six feet tall, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said in the last episode, looks are important, but it's not like the end all be all yeah. like get someone that is like decent looking or that you're attracted to that you're attracted to, to. yeah, yeah you get
0: the weekend of this person for your life
4: know. True. but i don't think it should be the number one thing i don't know that's just me yeah no, I mean, um because when you're in a marriage like looks don't mean anything anymore mm. like that's when like you really get into it you know mm-hmm. like you're you're doing life together you're making decisions together um you know finances, everything. You know, and and when you start to add looks in there, it just kind of doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it doesn't even make, make sense. Like Nora and Martha were talking about leadership, mm-hmm. right? Like, can your husband, you know, lead the household and you know make uh, very sound financial decisions, mm-hmm. right? right? Or can your husband, you know, discipline your children well and instill good values in your children? You know, um, there's so many like important characteristics that you have to look for in a husband um, rather than the superficial stuff. So like Nora, I actually don't remember what my list said, but it was very like, it was solid, just good characteristics I was looking for. And then I had the rest like, oh, I hope he's handsome, you know, and I hope Mm -hmm. that, you know, all those other fluffy stuff. So, yeah.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. And as a man, um, we want to feel like we're adding value. You know what I mean? That's good, yeah. Like... I don't know what your list is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, but as long as I'm adding value, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to your life, mm-hmm. you right. know, spiritually, financially, yeah, morally, emotionally, yeah, on every yes, level, yes. you know what I mean, we need that as men, you yes. know what I mean, like, what what difference am I making, yes. you know what I mean, ever since we've been married, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, you know, every day you wake up, you go to a routine, you know what I mean, like, I, I gotta feel like you need me, you know yeah. what I mean? As much as I need you, yeah. you know what I mean? You need me as well, you yeah. know what I mean? So, you know, it, it's, it's a mutual thing, you yes. know what I mean? But but for men, definitely it's something like, we, we gotta feel that, hey, I'm here I'm making a difference. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And you, you know, she tells me that, or she shows it, you know what I mean? Right. That, hey, I'm making a difference, you right. know what I mean? And, uh, and, I, and
0: I think that's a, such a good point, and it leads me into talking um, about this. Because, Laura, I had a question for you, because we talked about this in our other episode. And um in our previous episode, sorry, and I wanted to ask you the question about submission Mm -hmm. and what your view of submission is and Mm -hmm. how um if you're comfortable how that looks like in your relationship. Mm -hmm. But um Marco, you touched on it a little bit where it's like you want men, we want to feel like we're needed in the relationship. Mm -hmm. We don't we don't wanna just feel like we are just there. Yes. Like you wanna feel like you Mm -hmm. said, adding value, like we're a valuable member of the family. Like as a nurse, Mm -hmm. you know, on your own, you could Probably do quite well on your own for yourself, you know what I mean? And I'm sure, <laughs> and, and I'm sure trying to be humble. Hey, listen, oh my goodness, what it is. Hey, hey nurses. Nurses, yep. <laughs> 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 you know, do quite well. Everyone knows, you know, the pay scale for nurses is, is good. You know, you could probably live on your own, or even if you're living in your parents' house, you could probably have achieved the same things you've <laughs> achieved alone by yourself right mm-hmm. so like how does um how does that in your singleness like how do you I guess surrender that because mm-hmm. some of the things that a lot of women talk about is that um why should I um give up my singleness mm-hmm. if the man is just gonna kind of be there like if I can do stuff for myself and what is the purpose of the- marriage like, what's your kind of take on that what's your view on that Yeah. as someone who is successful and what you're doing you're doing well for yourself but at the same time like you've married someone who's able to compliment you and add value to your life yeah. like how, how can you kind of address that
1: i think the key for me specifically was switching the my 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 in my, my head to our mm-hmm. so that was the key for me it's no longer me it's no longer mine it's now ours and what we are looking to build so I actually listened to it, so I'm kind of cheating a <laughs> it. So I heard <laughs> oh, I heard, yeah. I heard you guys answer, and I, I do agree with a lot of things you were saying. Um, and you were saying because Omar loves you so well, mm-hmm. it's so easy to want to do things with him and for him. And that's something that I've noticed with our relationship, too. If you have someone who's constantly pouring into you and, want, and you know, wanting you to be growing spiritually and like in every single capacity and teaching you every single day, being patient with you, why wouldn't you want... You know, to be with that person and follow that person's lead. Right. If you have a person who's being nasty to you and talking down to you every single day, then you're like, deuces. <laughs> all right. Yeah. But yeah, um, so in the beginning, when I had looked at my life and I said, okay, I'm going to go to nursing school, I'm going to finish, I'm going to do, I had all these plans, ba, 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 set up, this is what I'm going to do, this is how much I'm going to make. And then, we're, you know, you set up a little, and we've had yeah. these conversations yeah. about careers and stuff, what we want to do. And then now, you need someone, your plans kind of change. So okay. now it's like, okay, this was my vision, but I no longer have a vision on my own. Now it's our vision. Mm-hmm. And one thing that uh, when we were doing the premarital counseling before we got married, one thing our pastor told us is that have a vision, sit down, have a vision, and try to paint it out mm-hmm. and like draw it out on what you want. You may not know all the pieces of the uh, picture or the puzzle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but have some, types, uh, some type of goal that you guys can come up with together mm-hmm. because that will be, if all else, you know, you know in marriage if you'll be going through some stuff if like arguments come you'll still have your mindset on that goal and that if any, if nothing else that's what will bring you back right. together right. because we have that one goal right. that we have sure. set up for ourselves that no matter what happens this is mm-hmm. where we want to be exactly. right so in developing that vision we now have to put aside like our you mm-hmm. know ambitions that we have like selfish ambitions that we've had like, for ourselves and now jo- try to join them together so it's That doesn't mean I had to put away my goals and he had to put away his goals and I had to just surrender to everything that he wanted to do. No, he took all the things that I wanted to do and looked at the things that he wanted to do. A lot of them just aligned by Mm -hmm. the grace of God and that's another reason why I think you guys talked about it's so important to make Like when you are preparing to marry, you don't just look at the exterior. A lot of Mm -hmm. people marry or I think you say date for looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you really need to look at the substance of the person. Okay, what has God given them? And that's, Again, going back to what you were saying, you were saying you really have to know yourself and work on yourself, because if you don't know any of those things, how are you supposed to share that and come yeah, into agreement and you know have that vision, if you don't even know where God is taking you in life, or you don't even know you know what your, your career life will look like or what? Mm-hmm. like you were saying, like mm-hmm. not everything will be put together. Right. You may not have every single thing in line or in order, but just having something that yes. you can bring to the table. Yeah. And again, having your partner have something they can bring into the table you can put that together and say, you know what, this is the plan um, that I have for us. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he doesn't consult with me. This right. is the plan I have for us. Exactly. What do you think? Yes. Right. yes. Right. This is what I want to do. I, we may tweak this here and there. I may have suggestions. Um, I may say, ah, oh, okay, you want to go left. I think in this case we should go right, right. because I have more strengths right. when it yes. comes to this specific right. aspect, yeah. right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. we may be dealing with something at a certain point in time that it's more of his strengths, right, so then I lean more on him. Yeah. So it's not that submission is just, I'm like, you know, whatever you want, whatever you say, we're going your way with No. But also as the head of my family, I do lean on him quite a bit because um, he's also someone who I lean on spiritually as well. And I know he's a man who hears from God and he, his prayer life is really in order. So you know if there's something I'm dealing with, or I'm struggling with, I can go to my husband and we can talk about certain things. I know that he'll take it to prayer. Same way I will. But there's something about him that, again, I think the leader, it ties into that leadership role kind of thing that we're talking about. Knowing that he's the leader, it's easy for me to come yeah. to him with a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Easy for him to, for me to go to him. And that submission, I felt for me, just came naturally. Yeah. It was never That's a it. thing for me. I know a lot of women, especially in this day and age, they struggle with it so much. And I never understood, like, I would hear... Um, women online or you know, at conferences speak, and they say, You don't need a man, you know, you know, a successful woman, you don't need no man kind of thing. Like, people say that. And I'm like, Why is that a thing? Why are we
4: being so that? To- I find that so toxic. Yeah, okay. can, I, can I just yeah, say yeah, that yeah, for yeah. a second? You see, that stuff really irritates me mm-hmm. because you have women saying that. Who have been through um, broken relationships. Mm-hmm. That's number people. one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay? And then you have women saying that who haven't even been yeah, in marriages. marriages, right? So when I said relationships, I meant uh, marriages. marriages. So it's like, you have all these opinions out here, yeah. but what about the opinions from healthy marriages? Yes. And mm-hmm. that's yeah. something that I'm not seeing online. It's yeah. mm-hmm. so it's so interesting, yeah. like these healthy marriage people, like we're not speaking, mm-hmm. like we're just content in our yeah. just living on <laughs> their <laughs> their <laughs> <top> <laughs>
1: God forbid if someone
4: comments on the video and yeah. it's like, we're yeah. shutting yeah. Yeah. Down. <laughs> I'm like, this down. But like, listen, and I'm so happy is doing this. Let's have more healthy and happy, yeah. happily married people talk because yeah. they have something to bring to the table. Yeah. Like, Ooh. we can actually yeah. shut down those negative voices yeah. and say, no, marriage is actually great. When it comes to submission, I don't even think about it. It yeah. just comes naturally. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why, even before you get married, you should be worried about submitting. Yeah. Like, why? It's, it's, it's like... like
1: it's something that like, oh you have to get your <laughs> husband. I've I've been asked that question though like Oh, like you're gonna get made. How do you feel about like submitting to your husband now? He's <laughs> ahead of, <laughs> of the household now. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, hey. Okay. Like, yeah, like, because
3: yeah. Well, they think like I they're gonna turn out. into dogs yeah, yeah, they yeah. sit down, <laughs> jump, over there, like, hey, It's not yeah. like that at yeah. all. Yeah. No, they have their own definition though. Yeah. So, but on, definition, on the so. other
1: side too, like I've heard some men say like I'm looking for a woman who will like obey me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's too bad. I'm like, we know, can that. use like yeah, we well, can use different words here. You know? But whoa. on that side, so I, I guess if, like, if you're a woman and you're listening to this, you may be like, oh, whoa, is this kind of like what I'm going to be dealing with? But again, I never had that yeah. in the back of, not even in the back of my mind. never thought about it. It was in, never like a second thought to me. It was like, mm-hmm. okay. And we, before we got married, actually, we did this like intensive Bible study where it's was, okay, we're going to like look through the Bible and look to see like all the things that like important like in the bible what does it say about being a wife and a husband and like stuff like that he's like let's go like people are like, oh yeah i read this book and i read this one he's like yeah, yeah yeah forget all that we're gonna go straight to the word of god right, and what so does true. it say yeah. so this intensive but sometimes i'm like bruh <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah yeah today i read this yeah. <laughs> he was so serious about it but now like mm. actually being in marriage and like going through life together Mm -hmm. those things we lean on those those words that we've read the scriptures that we read it's so powerful and like a lot of like we're saying a lot of people go to these marriage seminars Mm -hmm. and conferences and this this Mm -hmm. that and like all this stuff that you know attentive like prayer sessions for like if you want a husband and all I'm not knocking those things down all those things um, can be great Um, just use wisdom obviously and know what works for you know what you're called to do know what you're called to be involved in but at the same time God has set out words for us to just read simple open up your bible read it Mm -hmm. and let that feed your spirit and help you in your relationship these are words directly from heaven like this is from God who we you know love and trust and we're looking for and we're looking at different Mm -hmm. people we're looking for people with the big names and all that stuff to get advice from them Mm -hmm. and I think that's why we confuse ourselves so much because we're hearing from so many different sources and it, we start to get confused and now we're like, oh, something that's just so simple that's written plain in plain sight in black and white that we could read. We're getting information from all these different places and we're getting confused and we don't know how to feel about certain topics anymore. So, you know, something that could have been so simple for you before, after being fed all this information, now it's conf- you're confused. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know how I feel about submitting anymore. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's the thing for me, like maybe it, will, it works in your relationship, but not my relationship. <laughs> but. If it's biblical, this is what we should be following. Right, that's it. So again, I like that was amazing that we we did that. I do encourage like any couple. Um, Phoebe was also saying like seek advice from people you see have like healthy marriages and mm-hmm. you know are have been in it for some time mm-hmm. or even like newer couples um, who you see like you can look up to and we talked to his cousin multiple times. We mm-hmm. talked to our parents multiple mm-hmm. times as well and thank god we had parents to pour into us right. and really teach us and guide us and like you know set us aside and whatnot but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah no i i agree
0: 100 percent. i think you know and I, and I mentioned this um a little bit in the previous episode as well but i'll just touch on it again and say that marriage is from god it is, it is. marriage is a godly institution mm-hmm. absolutely and we have so many people that are like you said feet, leading these marriage seminars and all this kind of stuff And are talking about things that are not biblically sound Mm -hmm. or biblically based Mm -hmm. and so you're literally trying to use an iPhone and charge it with an Android charger because you're talking to people that don't have, haven't had a healthy marriage, Mm -hmm. there's a reason why, right? Not to say that, you know, it always takes two tango, right? There's, Mm -hmm. There's two sides to every story, but at the end of the day, if you have a failed marriage or you're struggling in your marriage, like you shouldn't be offering advice to people who are trying to get married Mm -hmm. you know what I mean or if you're single and haven't been married yet not to say that you can't offer advice because at the end of the day marriage is between two people and Mm -hmm. so if someone is a sound individual and can offer good advice to be a good individual Mm -hmm. that can be valuable information for marriage as well Right. but you won't capture the totality mm-hmm. of advice that you would need for marriage right mm-hmm. and I think it's so important that we like you guys did like I love that that you said that like you you guys before you were married went into scripture mm-hmm. went into a deep study yeah. of what does a husband look mm-hmm. like according to the Bible mm-hmm. yeah what does a wife look like according to the Bible mm-hmm. and how can I Emulate that with my life yeah. in my marriage yeah. exactly. because you're gonna study that, but then you're also gonna to come together and talk about okay, exactly. how can this look like for yeah. us? How would this look like? Yes, this was written probably in like 3,000 years ago, mm-hmm. but how would that look like today for us? Yeah. Right? Our marriage, exactly. right? Exactly. And I think that's so powerful because we live in a generation that thinks we know everything, yeah. we, know we, we can Google everything, <laughs> yeah. or we can watch a quick YouTube video okay, and figure out our problems, yeah, yeah. Exactly. but like marriage is one of those things it is a godly institution and you mm-hmm. need the word of god and so i love that i really really love that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's really good absolutely um anything else, anything else? man there's, so much, more. there's yeah. so much more i think we're going to need a part
3: two yeah. <laughs> <Like, after laughs> yeah, then like
1: grasping so yeah, many exactly. things yeah. are coming but yeah. then i lose it yeah. Yeah. There's, There's just so many
3: things that. You know I mean? if, if I can add one more thing to yes. all this, you know, I know we talk about women so much, but men, you know, the Bible is clear love your wife like Christ loved the church. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So God literally gave up His life, yes. you, know, you know what I mean? For, for us. You know what I mean? So you got to be willing to do all of that for your wife. You know what I mean? I know we talk about women, you know what I mean? It's a big step to your husband and this and that, you know. But men, love your wife yeah. like you love the church. Yes. Any married men listening? Love your wife like Christ loved the church. Remember that, you know what I mean? Ask yourself all the time, what would Jesus do? You know what I mean? You're having an argument. And I say this to people all the time, you know. um, You you are going to have arguments, you know what I mean? So when it's going to come, how are you going to communicate with your partner? You know what I mean? Because to think that you're not going to have arguments (laughs) like heavy ones, I mean... Listen, it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen, man. It's part of the game. Mm-hmm. But how do you handle it? That's yeah. right. You know what I mean? How do you handle it? If you choose to be mad yeah. for three hours when the other partner is willing <laughs> to just be like, okay, let's get over it. Think about it. This, this, yeah. like that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know what I one 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 mean? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, right. You know what one I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> you know what I mean? I going to be watching. Yes.
3: You know, but think about it. It's true. You know, you choose to be mad for three hours. You know what I mean? When the other partner is ready to move on with yeah. their life. That three hours out there was a waste, yeah. Yeah. you know. What I mean, yeah. you guys could have spent a good quality time, yes. you yeah. know. What I mean, have a pretty great memories or yeah. whatever, yeah. but no, you decided to be mad for three hours, mm-hmm. yeah. and then three hours later, okay, you know, I'm good now. I'm good. Like,
2: about <laughs> time, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you
3: know what I mean. So, at the end of the day, if you think about it, it is a decision that you're making, right. you know. What I mean, when yeah. you're like, I'm, I'm mad for three hours, I'm right. not yeah. gonna talk to him or her, you, yeah. you yeah. know. What I mean, so how do you handle it when you have arguments with your partner? Yeah. What right. would
0: Jesus do, okay. fellas? Love your wife, yeah. like Christ loves the church. And, I, and I, just to touch on that, and this is kind of alluding to what I was saying earlier about um, how um, advice to individuals can be beneficial to marriage because individuals are what make up a marriage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love is something you ought to do as believers anyway. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So when you come into a marriage relationship, it's like, how do I love... Okay, so marriage is different because obviously a romantic aspect mm-hmm. to it. But how do I love... My mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, Mm -hmm. my cousin, my friend, my colleague, um, my classmate. Like, how do I love those people, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that will determine how you can love your spouse. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know why, but it's the people that are closest to you that know how to push your buttons Mm -hmm. the most. (laughs) (laughs) It's just facts. Okay? It's just facts, right? So, so for example, and this is—I this is a conversation we had just the other day too—is mm-hmm. that um, growing up in my family, mm-hmm. you know, as a believer and maturing in my walk with Christ, it was my family that was my first ministry.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: From a perspective where it's my own ministry to my family, mm-hmm. because ministry just means serving people, yeah. mm-hmm. right? That's the yeah. like definition yeah. of ministry. That's right. Yeah. So how can I serve my family as a son? Mm-hmm. As a brother, mm-hmm. right? And so now you take that out of the family context. How can I serve my classmates? How can I serve my co workers? How can I serve the people I go to church with? How can I serve my community members? Mm-hmm. How can I just change the word serve with love? Mm-hmm. Because you always serve those you love. Yeah. Right. And so I think it's so important that um, in our singleness, and you alluded to this earlier, in your singleness, you are you are sure that you can love people that are even strangers to you because mm-hmm. you don't have anything invested with them, so it's easy to love strangers. Right. Right? Where it's easy to kind of brush something off and be like, ah, oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I won't let that get upset because mm-hmm. they don't know me anyways, mm-hmm. right? If you can if you can if you can choose to um, love and build your capacity to love in your singleness and your capacity to serve and your capacity to look beyond the flaws and still be friends with people yes. who you know, oh, they did this to me, but I'll still Mm -hmm. be their friend Mm because I know that at the end of the day, no one's perfect, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? If you can have that capability and bring it into your marriage, that will literally give you the ability to love your spouse, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Love your spouse. And as a man, I feel like it's the thing that challenges us the most because men are supposed to be hard. Yep. We're not supposed to love. We're supposed to be hardcore, yeah. hard bodied. We don't we don't take nothing from no one and this and that and yeah. we're quick to fly off. Exactly. You know, we'll fight and this and that. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's the farthest thing from the identity that God's called us to be. Very true. Right? And so, like you just said, as men we're called to love. As husbands, yes. we're called to love. Absolutely. And if we can build that in our singleness, mm-hmm. then men, I think will be good husbands because um in your efforts to serve and to minister and to love your spouse love your wife you'll then learn her love language and not just love her how you think she wants to be loved mm-hmm. or how you think love should look like for your spouse but mm-hmm. you'll learn her love language and love her the way that she receives love mm-hmm. you know so yeah i mm-hmm. know that's a good point
1: that you brought up that's I really good on that as well i think also it's it's important to remember everything you do is is a result of a choice you made yes. or a choice you're making yes so We've had discussions where, um, like, let's touch back on what you were saying, like, if you get into an argument with someone and or get into an argument with your spouse and you're choosing to be upset for three hours, three hours, whereas the other partner decides, like, okay, five minutes, I got to cool down, I'm good, <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to come talk to me kind of thing, you are making a choice to still be mad because, yes, your emotions are still... You know, very heightened, and you know, you're feeling Mm -hmm. very upset, you're feeling very angry. How can they have done this to you? How can they have said this? How can they have done this? You're questioning all these things. Ask them. You can make that choice to ask, why did you say this? Instead of dwelling in that, like, oh, self pity and like, oh, they said this, ask them, why did you say this? Mm -hmm. Why did you say that? You may need some time to just cool off. I do believe that, like, you need that cooling off. (laughs) But ask them, you said this, why did you say that? Oh, I didn't even mean it that way. I actually meant to say this, but it just came out wrong. Right. It's okay, because when you said this, it actually hurt my feelings. Like, I didn't know that. You know, talk it out. Yes. And that's something that we all hear. I'm sure everyone has heard, like, the key to successful marriage is communication. Yes, yeah. Everyone says mm-hmm. Says that. Like, anytime you go to traditionals or anything, yeah. communicate. <laughs> you know, that's a huge thing. Everyone will come and talk all about time. communication. <laughs> but look at how you communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. When can you communicate with each other? It's all by choice. Yes. Am I choosing to be mad and sit here for three hours, or am I choosing to just you know, take some time to cool off and go and really address kind of like, what was this argument about? You may end up talking things out and realize, okay, this is very, very silly. It's right. all just a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Or you can just hold a grudge, go to bed mad, and then the next day you <laughs> the next day you're, here, whatever, you're like, okay, whatever, we'll just drop it, and you move mm-hmm. on, thinking that that person has certain thoughts about yeah. it, but that wasn't even what the person was really trying to say, just in the heat of the moment, you, maybe you're saying certain things, and. You know, certain things come out, and that person just kind of keeps that mm-hmm. and it builds and it builds yeah. and it builds. And if you're not addressing that and you're not making that choice to come and talk or making that choice to, like, okay, let me put aside my emotions right now, or let me control my emotions. Mm-hmm. That's something we've learned and we teach a lot of the, the kids that I work with is yes, anyone can be mad, but and anyone can get mad. Or someone can say something that can really mess, like, mess your mind up. Like, you could be having the best day ever. Someone says something ruins your whole day. But you're making that choice to be mad. Yes. My dad always sure. used to say this. Like, you know, as a kid, like, someone would say something, but like, <laughs> like, you're, you're mad. You're, you're mad. You don't want to talk to anyone. You're like teary eyed and everything. And then, that is as a like, you were corrected, but you're choosing to be mad because this is like long gone. This is like an hour ago, but you're choosing to still be mad my dad would always say like you can choose to be happy and play with your siblings yes. or you can choose to be mad and like frown mm-hmm. and stuff and like i've even i think about that so much now and i tell a lot of the kids i work with yes you got upset yes this person hurt you make that choice you know to like really talk to that person mm-hmm. and Figure out what happened, learn to forgive. Yes. You know, all of these are choices we make. Right. And when we say, Oh, I want to make the right choice, I wanna make the right choice, this is all part of it. Yes. Making yeah. the right choice, taking the right steps. Mm-hmm. And I think if we remember that, that everything we do is a result of a choice we made mm-hmm. or choice we're making, if we remember that and you know take that really into like consideration, then I think our actions would change a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because it mm-hmm. kind of makes you look bad. It's like you're making a choice not exactly. that. It's like it's immature. Yeah. you, it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know? so if you if you think about it that way it's like okay yeah uh, maybe i should make that choice to like you know this is my spouse let me speak to them mm-hmm. let's get to the bottom of this let's communicate mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean yeah
0: no that's but, good that's really good that's really really good um all right i think uh we'll end it here yeah. um but uh, this was such a good talk Oh. Such a fun. I them? think yeah. it really, really um, it's nice. really substantive and really, really um, packed with quality mm-hmm. stuff. Alright, everyone, thank you so much. Uh, that was such an amazing episode. Thank you so much to Marco and Nora. Hey. That was such an amazing episode. Uh, you guys offered some such good um, quality information and I think that a lot of people that are either single looking to be married or that are already married, um, you know, hey, you could be married for 10, 20 years and might not have experienced this stuff so um you know this is really really good and really appreciate you guys mm-hmm. and yeah, having you on this episode thank you guys for thank having you. us thank, thank you so much, much. definitely Legends. and thank you to my lovely co-host yeah, yeah. so is this gonna be a regular thing like talk i to think people. it should be it should be i think, think, I think people want that yeah, yeah i really I think, think so.
4: so honestly i don't mind like being a co-host
1: co-host <laughs> I have like Nora was saying earlier that I should
0: have my own thing like nah I don't want that <is> responsibility <laughs> you should say that in the comments too <laughs> I'll do a poll on my own don't yeah. worry I'll do a poll, yeah, yeah, yeah. poll see what people say. on my own side don't worry I'll tag the pages
1: it. I'll tag
0: Nora I'll tag Marco mm-hmm.
4: and if Nora does the poll then you guys go yeah. and poll <laughs> on her page <laughs> please if, do if you, please you want Fina to have her own podcast it's okay ladies girls will be girls girls will be girls girls will be girls
0: This is so much fun, man. Honestly. And uh, I really, really hope that you guys were able to pick something from this and and just take it for yourself. Um, And uh, thank you so much for your support, continual support. Thank you for uh, watching this on YouTube or listening to this on uh, the audio version. And, um, I'm super excited to continue going. Uh, there definitely be some more guests that I, that I will have on this podcast. I have some really, really good people around me that are good quality people that can offer some really great advice and really great insight on, on different topics. And so, um, I'm excited and so thank you once again for your support. Um, make sure to subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, make sure to comment below. Um, if there's anything that you maybe disagree with and that we spoke about it, you agree with, let us know, like, let us know in the comments. Um, You can also follow um, my page at at Podcast on Instagram. Um, You can post, uh, I post reels there and stuff like that. You can also hit me in my DM. Um, You can even suggest uh, certain topics for different episodes. Uh, This episode was completely um, unscripted. Yeah. Uh, You know, they were nervous. I was nervous. I was like
1: drinking water. (laughs) (laughs) I was fidgeting, stuttering. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, the camera's still on. (laughs) honestly but it
0: was fun it yeah, was fun. great Yeah, no, they they great. great they great and, yeah. and this, I like to have these types of unscripted episodes yeah, because it's more, it. more organic yeah. and I feel like you're able to get better responses um, and I think that uh, you know if there's anything that you guys want to hear us talk about um, in other episodes let us know alright um, and yeah you can also shoot me an email at Boys will be boys pod at gmail.com uh, and let me know as well if you're more comfortable with email. All right. Peace out. Bye.